Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, coming at you live from the brand spanking new Salt Lake location of the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Stop on by and see us. We still have some gear for you to give away if you want to come in and snag that. Uh, Don't forget about their Orem location as well, 86 East University Parkway, but uh, very excited. In fact, just this is kind of their soft opening of the brand new store and Gordon, it's uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, we should laugh uh, with Tom about this in our next break, but uh, let's just say he had some family help getting this thing ready to go. Meaning, of course, that he put his boys to work, and uh, you know, in typical, of course, the warehouse is a family-owned business, uh, local right here in uh, in Salt Lake City. So uh, come on by and see us, eighteen twenty-five South Three. 100 West, right here in Salt Lake City. All right, it's time for What's Going On, where we check in with the other shows across the Zone Sports Network with, of course, DJ and PK and Hanson Scotty G. Let's start out with uh, DJ and PK. It was the Joe Ingles show today. Here's a clip of uh, Joe talking about uh, Donovan and Mike Conley's return. So TNT ran a little audio clip, you know, guys mic'd up and all that, and we could hear Donovan sticking three-pointers in guys' faces and then telling them, it's nothing personal. <laughs> hey! Juan, get here. Juan, get there. Right, you got the ball on top. That's nice, Rudy. That's what he has to do. George, 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 George. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You did the right thing. Don't worry about it. You did the right thing. Don't worry about it. Yeah! Yeah! Let's get JC some. He hot right now. By yourself. Stay, stay, stay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I found something. I found some. Yeah. I found some. Royce, Royce behind you. Run, Rudy, run, run. Knockdown. Hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Side back. Double drag, JC. Stay right there. Come on. Yesterday. We were talking last game. We were talking last game. It ain't nothing personal. I'm telling you. <laughs> is he is he gonna end up being a better talker than you too, Joe? Because that's the thing you've got on everybody. You can talk. I honestly I could not care less. Um, <laughs> but I'm never gonna ever, and you can quote me on it now, I will never ever be mic'd up, so You'll never get to hear what I really, really say during the game anyway, but um, no, it's just not. I, I, I mean, I'm happy he does it. It's good for the NBA. It's cool for, I mean, it's cool for, for even for players. I think yesterday we were watching and it had, I think Tatum was, was mic'd up with Boston yesterday or the game before and it had high, like it's, it, it's cool to see guys' personalities from other teams. Obviously, I, I know our guys, but just to see how other guys act with their teammates and interact. And, I mean, you never know when they throw a mic on how, how real it all is. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty cool thing that they can do that. And, obviously, awesome that Donovan lets them because I wouldn't do it. But, um, 
Yeah, I mean, Donovan can have what he wants. What am I going to do? I'm going to tell him not to do anything. Like, <laughs> uh. Expecting Conley back for game three? Um, I mean, he's here somewhere. I was actually just looking at my window then. And I was like, because there's obviously, there's, I mean, there's rooms and hotels and buildings everywhere. And I know he's in here somewhere, but I don't know where <laughs> I don't know where he is. Um, Donovan saw him yesterday, I think. So I might go visit him through his window or something from whatever the correct distance is. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know what the exact procedure is with like with negative tests and time here. I think it, I think it's four days or whatever it is, but or three days or four, I actually don't even know. You probably know better than I do. And a certain amount of negative tests you've got to have and stuff like that. So um, if he passes all that stuff and whatever and, and he's back, then awesome. If he doesn't, we'll, we'll hold it down and, until he is back. There you go, the uh, Joe Ingles show, talking about uh, Donovan Mitchell being mic'd up and uh, then talking about uh, Mike Conley's return and what that's, uh, that's going to mean for the team. So he says essentially there that he would never want to be Mike Dope. I wouldn't either. But I thought that was interesting what he said about you don't know how much of it is real. Well, right. You don't know how much of it is real. Doesn't there feel like there's a – and don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining about this, but doesn't there feel like there's almost a performance aspect to this bubble? Yes. You know, uh-huh. without the without the fans there and the energy, it seems like some of the energy. I don't want to say manufactured, but a little bit, right? A little bit of a sensationalizing going on there. Yeah, yeah. I I would be a little suspicious of it. And wouldn't if you were mic'd up, Gordon? Wouldn't you just say mysterious things just to confuse people? <laughs> I I don't think that. <laughs> Such you, as what? You really soft-boiled that egg back there. Woo. <laughs> and everyone's going, what does that mean? <laughs> exactly. This is what I like to call the golf shoe two-step. Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't it be funny just to make up stuff and see if you get see what would catch on? I suppose. Uh, I, I But I, I do agree with Joe that sometimes some of the stuff you hear, you wonder if that's what normally is said or, or, or whether that's just, you know, for the moment. Yeah, manufactured a little uh-huh. bit. It, it's a show. I mean, you forget the basketball's entertainment. And personality gets you somewhere, especially in the NBA, where it's all about the stars and the marketable players. You know, if if you want to have like a side conversation, it was what Kawhi Leonard was always grumpy about, that he wasn't getting enough attention, had to go to the big market and all this and this and that. Maybe, Kawhi, it's just because you're boring. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe you're not getting the attention because you're you're boring. Did you see the move he pulled, speaking of Kawhi Leonard, when he was walking into the the arena or gym or whatever where he had the ipad and he acted like he was uh dialed in watching film or something but you could see (laughs) on the camera it was just the home screen (laughs) so he was basically faking like he was doing something so he wouldn't have to talk to anybody yeah that reminds me of me when i was uh uh in algebra class uh pretending to take notes all right 
You have you, you've never have you ever faked a phone call, uh, Gordon, to to get out of a conversation or not to talk to anybody? You ever done that? Oh, I gotta get this. This is critical. I gotta, you know, I gotta not, you know, hold or just on. To, just to look like you're busy. Just to look like you're busy. Jump down the phone real quick. Never done that. <laughs> yeah, you know anybody who does that. I always thought it would be funny if the phone started ringing as they were pretending as- to talk. See, I could see you doing something like that when Lisa, you know, comes up the hill with a big old bag of mulch slung <laughs> over her shoulder, <laughs> getting ready to, you know, move 50 more just like it. And go uh, hold on, on, honey, I'll be right down there. <laughs> got a very important one here. I got a, uh, I got a, let me think here. Mm, uh, Steve Starks is on the line. I got a, you know, and, uh, that might be a while. This is very important. Never pulled that. Uh, I don't, I can't, I can't recall if I did, but, uh, you know, if you're going to do something like that, then you, you, then you have to go all the way and let somebody know, Hey, call me right now. <laughs> Give me a I call mean, real quick. Have you gone into a meeting and uh, with somebody left somebody instruction to call you like, Hey, I don't, I don't, I need an excuse to duck out of this meeting. Call me in five minutes. I can't say that I have. Oh, that sounds like a guilty conscience right there. No, no, I haven't. I I, I don't uh, think that far in advance. Austin, have you faked a phone call to uh, get out of a conversation or to uh, make yourself appear busy? I believe that 100% because I think Austin does that to me, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Austin, uh, I mean, are we talking about family members that you do that to? Uh, I, I think that this happens a lot more than people are a willing to recognize or be willing to admit. By the way, <laughs> is the phone line still lighting up over your uh, Austin's list uh, comment? Uh, no, I took care of all those by you know blocking it. <laughs> Did the phone lines light up after Austin? No, we list had today? we had someone who thinks I should lose my job for saying Tom Brenneman should lose his job. So oh. apparently, if you don't like. Homophobic, homophobic slurs, you should lose your job as well. Okay. All right. Well, everybody loses well, wait loses a second. Their job. Wait, wait, hold on here a second. I'm a little confused by that because if they were mad at you for taking a position saying that Tom should lose his job and they have a problem with someone losing their job, then why are they exclaiming that you I, I never, should lose your job? I never purported to say the phone line contains reason. That's just where he he stands on the matter. So. <laughs> okay, I'm a little confused by that that uh, you know conflict there. Oh well. But yeah, I wish I could have faked a phone call to get out of that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, let's move on here in what's going on. Uh, let's check in with Hans and Scotty. Here's uh, those two talking about Major League Baseball. So I saw a piece. Uh, it, it, I can't remember which uh, site had it but this guy essentially said 33 major league baseball games canceled baseball is in jeopardy <laughs> was it somebody local or no it was a it was a it was the espn or cbs one of those Sports national League. guys that want to bring everything to a screeching halt yeah those guys have come out from under God. every rock just, known to man just the worst and I'm like, okay, I now I got to go back and count these well, can I, can games I, that did play. Before, before you go and, and before you go down that path, can I just say like, and then when you go after somebody like that, like, oh, you saying I'm rooting for games not to be played? No, we're not saying that. I'm just saying like, tell the whole story. Yeah, tell the whole story. Exactly. 
and and this guy didn't. He just wanted to go on about the games that have been canceled. And there have been games canceled, and there will continue to be games canceled. But Major League Baseball continues to do everything they can to put on a, a product. And they have played over 355 games going back to July 23rd when they uh, opened up the season. That doesn't include summer camp games. That's just, you know, the start or the, or the, uh, the delayed or changed start of Major League Baseball. 355 games. And remember, these are in stadiums across the country. They're playing in home stadiums. So it's it's everywhere. And you got guys and moving parts and flights and traveling and hotel stays. And and so you're going to have some positive cases here and there. You're going to have some games that are 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 suspended, canceled, delayed, shifted, moved. But in the world of Major League Baseball, you got plenty of games that you can delay, cancel, move, shift, do what you need to do. And eventually you're going to find the right teams to put in the postseason. And you're, and you're going to continue to put a product on, on the on the diamond in these stadiums and i appreciate that i'm i just there's something about people that want to be negative or just reinforce negative thoughts right now that drive me nuts and there's another story on this will that you know there's a potential outcome that we may be facing here in the state of utah and we'll we'll if it hits we'll talk about it but i choose to focus on the positive things They've orchestrated 355 games, and you've got a slate of, I think, 8 or 12 that go down today. And outside of the Cardinals and the Marlins, you know, you take, you know, those are those are two of your teams that have been, you know, for whatever reason, maybe a bit on the, you know, it sounds like there may have been some irresponsibility going on with a couple of those teams. The, those are your primary, um, you know, issues. And and for the most part, every other team around Major League Baseball has had, the, you know, they've had maybe a, a player or two test positive, but they haven't had outbreaks. They've caught it in time. They've isolated. Uh, they've taken proactive measures against players like the Indians who had a couple of players that went rogue and they shut them down and made sure that they were safe. And so they've gone out of their way for the most part. Every other N- Major League Baseball team has put in good measures that for the most part players have followed and for the most part have been successful yeah and i and i do think that they're going to continue this season with bumps yeah there'll be more bumps there'll along be more the way bumps. and that's a th- and i think that's why you're seeing the pac 12 or excuse me you're seeing the big 12 you're seeing the sec and the acc saying you know we can do this and i know we're, we're going to have some tenuous moments when when students come back to campus but I really think that there is a certain level of commitment by these conferences to say we're going to give this a shot, and we're going to we're going to hope our players make good decisions, do the right thing, and can self-govern themselves. We're going to the Conference USA just uh, announced that they're going to try to test three times per week their players, which would put them right up there with one of the strictest in the countries. And their hope is in doing that. And every other precaution they've taken, you've talked at length about BYU and the crazy precautions they're taking down there. Mm -hmm. They're going to do everything they can to play football this fall. And if it works and they go and they knock it out of the park and they're able to play games and keep the positives to a minimum, I think you're going to see the Pac-12 and the Big Ten have a lot of egg on their face. Yeah. I think you're right, man. I, I, I fingers crossed that that's what happens. 
And as far as BYU's protocol, Scotty, I, I had a conversation with another guy that's very close to the program, and I was asking him about the strictness of it, and he said, he said by his understanding, the reason it's as strict as it is, the administration, while trying to build a schedule, did not want it to be a speed bump as to why not to schedule BYU. That's a good point. They wanted to take away any reason that a team might say, mm, man, I don't think we can put BYU on the schedule. They wanted to make sure that they could roll out a protocol that they've been following for months to say, this is where our guys have been. This is what they're doing. This is what we've done for them. And so we're ready to play you. So they wanted to have it all in place. So it was a smooth operation when they finally scheduled. The we're not going to give you any excuse not exactly. to play us. Exactly. Yeah. That's what, they, that's what their hope was in that. There you go. Hanson Scotty talking about, well, they started with Major League Baseball, but moving into college football and really the ability uh, to function in this uh, environment, Gordon. Yeah, you you know where I am on that. And uh, I know Scotty and Hans are uh, rooting, rooting hard for things to be played. Uh, but I do think that there are people out there who disagree with that opinion who aren't necessarily as Hans using his terminology that are quote-unquote negative. I, I don't think that's necessarily what it is. It's a disagreement of opinion. So. Yeah, um, I, I do agree with them. And just to kind of pick out a small point in that, that uh, larger segment, I mean, I do think, you know, one way or another that uh, knee-jerk reactions in – any situation are often not the best and we're so hyper focused on every little detail you know i hope and i i think you would agree with this even though we differ on some things gordon i would i would hope that the details have been thought out and they they have developed a plan to adhere to to proceed and major league baseball's plan was what a lot of people thought was a little shaky at first and i don't i still don't believe they built in enough time just in to give themselves flexibility and they're doing the double header thing and we'll see just how many of those uh, that they're going to have to play but it seems like they're adhering to a plan and i know the the negative gets gets uh, published and and gets a lot of attention but i i do agree with their you know 335 games have been played i mean maybe in in this circumstance we should view that as more of a victory yeah my my number one concern isn't anything else that is the concern of some of these organizations and whatnot it's for the safety of the people involved not just the people who are playing but also their family members and others but I think just because somebody has concerns about those things doesn't mean they're being negative. It means they're looking at things differently and they're looking at things in what, in their minds, uh, realistically. So I, I think there's room for people to disagree. And, Jake, you and I have gone back and forth on this enough that I don't need to necessarily get into it again. But uh, there are varying points of view. I'll say it that way. Uh, yeah, I think you can say most everything in the, the world at the moment has varying points of view, Gordon, yeah, whether we like it or not. Yeah, mm -hmm. no doubt about it. All right, we'll get to the news uh, involving the Pac-12 coming up right around the corner. Don't forget we have the Not Sports Report uh, starting at 4.50, and then David Locke's going to be on the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. But we are here at the warehouse in Salt Lake, the new location, 1825 South, 300 West. You've got to come by and see it for yourself because it is is beautiful tom joins us once again what's going on tom uh, i got sports question which is 
important on this radio All right, that's that's true. Were you surprised that Milwaukee got beat the way they got beat by Orlando? Yeah, I am. Um, Although Orlando, remember last year, they beat Toronto in game one of that playoff series. So maybe Orlando was up for it and Milwaukee was still kind of getting itself together. We'll see. I, I still would bet on the Bucks, wouldn't you? I, I wouldn't bet because it's illegal in Utah. But, of course not. But never. if I was in no. Las Vegas, I might put 55 cents down on it. And that's all. <laughs> 55 cents to win well, a quarter? Well, five, five cents would be uh, for Gordon. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. 10% for winnings. Gordon. I see. Gordon's tithing. Uh, uh, but Tom, the Lakers Tom, the yes. have lost to Tom, what's, what's the most amount of money you ever threw at gambling? Yeah, I, I have to be honest. Um, I came home from uh, this is a long story, so I'll tell it in two seconds. But my mother's brother built the Las Vegas club after World War II. Okay. Uh-huh. Last name is Ford. My mother is Betty Ford. He then built on the Strip, and it was called the Holiday Casino. He ended up selling it to Holiday Inn, and it's now Harris. Oh, wow. Huh. So so I, I came home from a mission. My brother and I went down there when the Jazz played games. It was the year I came home from my mission. The Jazz played some games down there. You probably remember that, Gordon. Yeah. So my uncle, we went that's to his where, house. Uh, that, excuse me. That's where uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, had got the scoring record, right? Against the yes, Jazz. Yes, against the Jazz in the Thomas and Mack Center. I was at that game. Crazy. Anyway, make the long story finished. Yeah. So my uncle said, go play roulette. And he said, play 16 numbers. Play the same 16 numbers. You're going to come out ahead. Because you can even the odds except for the two green spots. And you're going to want to play one of the green spots maybe every 10 spins of the wheel. So my brother and I put 100 bucks each in. We went up $5,200. How about that? The next day, lost all of it, plus 500 more of on course. my debit card. Yeah, of course, because that's <laughs> how it goes. So after that, I kind of quit gambling. <laughs> well, Gordon, you know, he he only gambles in what? Uh, what Was it, Gordon, at least five figures or more? No, I. the only time I've Well, really when they're gambled. pennies, that's <laughs> five cents. Yeah, that's why I gave exactly. him five cents on my bet. That's essentially what I went to Atlantic City once and threw some things in a in a uh, slot machine and that was it. I've never, I've never bet on sports. We're wasting time, big time. We are. But my my son Clayton was with me and I bet him. We were at the furniture show, and he left the charger in his car, in my car, and. Dad, the Wi-Fi doesn't work. And I said, yes, it does. Just put the room number, 2105. And he says, we're in 2110. And I said, no, we're not. We're 2105. I'll bet you a dollar. <laughs> so I want a dollar. So on the way to the car to get his charger, I put it in a slot machine. And how much did I win, Clayton? $720 wow. <laughs> off one pull. How about that? It was meant to be. Yeah, it was just because I was being nice, Dad, and walked to the car for him. Now, how about how about this for a transition? How much cool stuff could you get for seven hundred twenty bucks right here at the warehouse I, right now? I can give you this <laughs> sofa, reclining sofa, for less than seven hundred twenty. This is a beautiful piece. I can give you, in fact, why gamble and take a risk of losing your money? For five hundred ninety-nine dollars, you can get that queen hybrid or the queen memory foam with an adjustable base the entire adjustable bed for 599 amazing unheard of that's the best deal we've ever done because it's the biggest profile nicest mattress at that price point if we were to go you know 
up the road, down the road, you pick it. What what are we looking at for that same setup? The mattress would be twelve hundred bucks. The base would be five ninety nine, so seventeen hundred bucks. Wow. Do you so, want to go next door? Uh huh. Because we're right next door now. Uh huh. Right next door. Right next door. I went in there Tuesday just to do a little scouting report because you know. Got to check it out. It's playoff time. Yeah, right. <laughs> the adjustable bed that I'm selling today for thirty four hundred dollars with all the bells and whistles they have on their floor for twelve thousand dollars. That's amazing. Twelve thousand dollars at the warehouse, the Salt Lake location, the Orem location. We are the lowest price on adjustable beds in the United States. We we gave you a deal today, which is a, a 10-inch profile mattress. It's about $3,400 for both sides. Come in. I'll show it to you on the Internet. I'll give you the whole deal. Mattresses plus the bases that are $1,700 on the Internet. The entire package for $19.99. I, I hope people realize that you're beating the pants off Internet prices. I mean, people think, oh, I could do better online. You can't. I'll show you the same mattress, and I'm less than half price. Not only that, we give you the same 10-year factory warranty. How about that? Boom. No reason to go anywhere else, but right here at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Tom mentioned the Orem location, of course, 86 East, University Parkway right there in Orem. We'll have more coming up next, talking some Pac-12 on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse, new location here in Salt Lake City, 1825 South, 300 West. We're right across the street from the Costco. Very easy to find. We have gear for you, not to mention prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective uh, communication for 21st Century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Uh, Gordon, of course, the Pac-12 has uh, often been under scrutiny for a not so, let's just say, not so terrific decision-making. Uh, Larry Scott in particular. Today, they made an announcement that uh, they're going to hire... Merton Hanks as the Pac-12 Senior Associate Commissioner for Football Operations. It's actually a new position that reports directly to Larry Scott, but essentially he'll be replacing Woody Dixon. Remember the attorney who was uh, over football operations who's uh, blundered any number of things, specifically uh, a a bunch of stuff related to officiating. But uh, he resigned a couple of months ago, Gordon, and now we uh, find out Merton Hanks is going to replace him now. He uh, played for a long time for the San Francisco 49ers. A lot of people remember him. Uh, after his playing career, he spent over a decade working for the NFL. And the last, uh, let me see here how many years it was, the last several years working for Conference USA uh, since 2016. So he has a lot of administrative experience, obviously a football background, and now he's going to kind of be the czar of football for the Pac-12. Well, it, it sounds like a good move to me. I mean, I don't know Merton Hanks well. I remember he's a heck of a defensive back. But uh, it, like you said, you just ran through his experience in uh, 
administration and whatnot. Sounds like he's qualified. So, yeah, I, no argument here. He's indicated that uh, officiating is going to be one of his top priorities right away, which boy, <laughs> well, most youth fans would probably appreciate that. Huh? Most fans of the conference, uh, conference that have actually been watching would appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, there, there is not a more poorly, in football and basketball for that matter, a more poorly officiated conference in this country than the Pac-12. I mean, it is amazing how many egregious things have happened, right down to the, the replay fiascos with Woody Dixon himself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it was screaming for different leadership and better leadership. But you know what I like about the hire, Gordon? What? is I, I like it that he comes from a football background. I like it that, you know, he's a player, so we will be sympathetic to the student-athlete. But look at his resume. Yeah. He's got a, that, that's a great resume for somebody in this position. Working well, in administration for the NFL for over a decade, 12 years to be exact, and then coming up under a, a G5 conference. That's a nice pedigree for somebody like this. It's not like they pulled a USC athletic director higher in the past, of course, and just picked out a popular ex-player and put him in a position that he's not qualified for. Right. That's a nice resume for somebody putting into this spot. Yeah, and uh, as we've talked about in the past uh, with referees – or any official of any kind, you want them not necessarily, they don't have to be perfect, but they have to understand the game. You know, they have to understand what's important in a game. This is like when Austin was being a baseball umpire, you know? He's Mr. Baseball. He understood the game. And that's because guys are going to make a mistake here and there every once in a while, but Merton uh, knows his football. So, yeah, sounds like a terrific hire to me. Well, and I I hope they give him autonomy if he's really going to clean up the officiating or whatever. It it seemed to me, Gordon, and we can cite a couple of examples, but it seemed to me that politics in the conference had this weird way of seeping its way down into the refereeing of the game. (laughs) And that's what Mike Leach complained about openly, if you'll recall, a couple Uh of years ago. And so he needs to be a bit of a buffer for that. Because I realize that there's there's pressure out there and there's a hierarchy in the league. And yes, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, some universities' football programs are more valuable than others. But what that can't play is into the play down into the actual gameplay. Right. And, right. and that seemed to happen quite a bit in the Pac-12. Right down to remember when, uh, what was that Bozo's name, head of officiating, who put out a bounty basically on Sean Miller in the Pac-12 uh, uh, tournament. Remember that? I forget his name. But, I, I mean, that kind of crap is what's really got to go away. And then maybe you can start holding officials accountable and basically hiring the ones that do a good job and not hiring the ones that don't. Right. Right. That sounds that sounds logical to me. Uh, if anybody – getting back to what you were talking about, if there's any hint of a bias, a prejudice, a connection to a certain team in a certain circumstance – you're toast, man. You can't operate that way, at least maybe, not with any credibility. And maybe this isn't a big like headline-grabbing uh, announcement, but I think that this is actually a subtle hire that will have dramatic impact on football in the Pac-12. Yeah, uh, one way, the, one way or another. I mean, we got to see if Merton's good at his job. You yeah. know, with that background, I, I would bet on him being better than his predecessor. Uh, but I mean, this this could be um, this could be just what the doctor ordered for a conference that 
that really needs to heal its football aspect in a variety of different ways. And maybe this is a different voice that can come in and do that. So maybe people are going, ah, what's a big deal? But also, Gordon, and I think you would agree with this, you know, let's distance Larry Scott from whatever we can. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe Merton calls the shots uh, with the football aspect of the Pac-12 for a while. Maybe maybe Larry can do less damage by taking a nap in his office. (laughs) <laughs> oh man that's pretty funny actually but uh yeah unless the niners are going to join the pac-12 sometime soon i think we're in good shape now but the the pac-12 and if we want to look at this on, uh, on the macro they've got to get football back going in the right direction and and if i'm you know if i'm merton hanks i have a conversation with mike bone there at usc and and if i'm merton hanks i say hey listen mike get your football program rolling I'll get the officiating tightened up, and I'll try to get us as much exposure and get the logistics in line. But we need a we need a headliner, and I'm I'm saying the same thing to the Oregon Ducks and and maybe Washington or or some of these uh, historic football programs or even Utah. But you you know we need to get the product uh, where it needs to be so we can market it and and get some leverage in the whole deal and get this this conference as a football conference on on better standing. Yeah, I think it's fair to say, Jake, that the Pac-12 has uh, underperformed in recent years. Uh, that's not exactly a revolutionary thought on my part, but uh, it has underperformed. And that goes for the uh, the action on the field and the guys who are officiating it. I, I, I agree with you completely. I've seen an awful lot of mistakes. I understand these guys are human, and I think mistakes are going to be made. But what really gets you is the mistakes in judgment on the part of the officials. Uh, sometimes they're going to see things wrong, and but when there are calls that are judgment calls, like when, for instance, when somebody uh, targets somebody in the side of the helmet, and then there's no uh, consequence for that, and then somebody else brushes up against somebody's face mask, and they get thrown out. That's just you got to get that figured out, and you got to get it so it's fair, equitable, and beyond reproach. Yep. So we'll we'll see how it goes with Burton Hanks, but I I took that as some pretty positive news uh, for the fa- the Pac-12 as a as a football league. If only we were talking about Pac-12 football this fall, uh, but uh, that I think that we'll see if that turns out to be a strong hire. But I certainly like his background. I like it that he comes from uh, you know uh, administration at a number of different levels. I like it that he has uh, almost what is that, Gordon? Probably you know 16, 18 years experience. And uh, it, let's let's hope he does a good job. Pac-12 football uh, needs him to. All right, coming up, we have the Not Sports Report at 4.50. David Locke's going to jump on the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, it's a final from the bubble, Gordon. The Rockets beat the Thunder 111-98. to uh, They now have a two games to none lead in the series. I'm... Uh, I'm a little surprised by that. I, I thought the I thought the Thunder would steal one of those first two, especially given that Russell Westbrook isn't there. And boy, the Thunder played the Jazz so tough in the seeding game. But uh, James Harden taking over today with uh, yeah. it, you know uh, some timely scoring, especially there in the fourth quarter to push it out. And uh, maybe the Rockets, maybe the Rockets can make a run, Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, James Harden's just really been good. And uh, so I think jazz fans are are pretty happy they're not facing that right now. And then going on, uh, people were talking about the Magic and the Bucks. Magic, of course, stole game one. Well, it's 25-13. 
at the end of the first quarter. So not a real strong performance from Orlando there. I, I would guess that the Bucks will bounce ba- back and make light work of the Magic. And then the uh, the first game today in the bubble, the Heat beat the Pacers 109-100. to 100. The Heat now have a two games to none lead in that series. Not a big surprise there for me. No. Gordon, the Heat are a well, well-coached team. Jimmy Butler maybe isn't uh, the, the upper echelon of NBA players, but he certainly couldn't good enough to carry the Heat through a playoff series. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, coming up next, uh, Gordon's got the Not Sports Report for us. We're live at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. They're brand new Salt Lake location. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. More next on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 the zone and the Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the warehouse, the new Salt Lake location, 1825 South, 300 West. Come on by and see it for yourself. Lloyd had to come by and see it for himself. Lloyd Cole, the one and only here, of course, his family, uh, customers of the warehouse uh, as well, 1825 South, 300 West. Gordon, I think at this point, pretty much everyone on staff has uh, come down and taken advantage of these prices here at the warehouse. We are I mean, so good. We, we all use it in our personal lives. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no faking it at all. It's uh, all legit, and I, I advise all my friends who are looking for furniture to go straight there. Absolutely, and uh, that's why we send our listeners down here as well. Eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West, the new Salt Lake location, or eighty-six East University Parkway. Of course, the location down in Orem. It is time for the non-sports report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over one thousand used vehicles in inventory. Shop online, LHMUsedCars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? Well, first we're going to Florida, and then I have a philosophical question I need to ask you and you and uh, Austin. Oh boy. Okay. The first one is, did you see the story about how Florida is going to release like 750 million genetically engineered mosquitoes in an effort to decimate the mosquito population? You know, Gordon, have you ever read the books or seen the movie uh, movies, the the Hunger Games? Yeah. I, well, I saw I saw one or two of the movies. So, yeah, this this isn't going to end well. We can all agree with that, right? <laughs> Apparently, female mosquitoes are the ones that bite humans, you know? And so this is making it so these uh, these female mosquitoes can't cannot reproduce or whatever. So mosquitoes are a pain, man, aren't they? I mean, is there any good thing about a mosquito? Uh, not that I know of, no. But aren't we lucky here in, in Utah where I know we have mosquitoes, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, significantly fewer than other places in the world, right? Uh, well, I mean, I'm not. We well, get up that. camping in the mountains. It can get a little in the summertime. Yeah. It can get a little intense. But I, you know, like where where uh, my grandmother lives in Virginia. If it's sundown or later and you're outside for over ten seconds, you're coming in <laughs> with a mosquito bite. Yeah, uh, mosquitoes yeah. serve importance in like feeding other things in the in the systems, don't they? Oh, that's like true. What? They do get consumed right by birds and such. Right. The- well, can't they find something else to eat? <laughs> Because it, it's just that easy in nature, Gordon. You know what I really else? miss in Utah? 
a bug that I miss is a firefly, a lightning bug. Well, and could, we have lightning I remember, bugs here, I remember right? the first time I've taken, I've met friends, friends go back east, and they've never even seen a lightning bug before, what we used to call that. And they're just fascinated. I took my kids back east, and they'd never seen those. And they were just, wow, look at that. It is cool. I like them. And I don't I think they we had them here. Bugs. Do we not? We don't have lightning bugs here? I don't I've think I've never so. seen one. Oh, Lloyd's shaking his head now, too. I didn't realize that. How about that? All right. Well, Bree, hey, why don't you uh, unleash, uh, uh, what do they call those, a swarm of lightning bugs on this state, Gordon? Let's see how that yeah, goes. Yeah, see it. I don't know if it's the altitude or it's the dry or I, I don't know why they wouldn't be here. But but one genetically, time we had a uh, uh, we had a car when I was a kid and we filled it up with lightning bugs just as a joke, and there were like you know a hundred lightning bugs flying around inside the car. All right, enough of that nonsense. The other thing is, and I really need to know the answer to this because I go to you guys to 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 find these things out. And we have talked about similar things before, but let me get your thought on this. The guy, the French uh, footballer who headbutted the guy in the World Cup, what was his name again? Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, okay. Zinedine Zidane it was, is the manager of Real, Real Madrid, right? I think uh, he still I'm is. Sure. Okay. All right. So his son was a goalkeeper on the team. And what did his son do? His son started dating the ex-girlfriend of one of his teammates. Uh, what's his name? Asenio? Is that how you say it? So anyway, his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. So, if you are, how, how do you feel about that? I mean, and, and since then, now last month or whatever it was, uh, Luca uh, Zinedine, whatever his name is, he left the team. And so now he's no longer on the team, but he's posting all these pictures of him with his teammate's ex-girlfriend. And, okay, if they were both on the same team still, that would be an absolute no-no, right? Uh, yeah, that would be a little uh, uncouth. Now, if both of them were still on the team, should the guy whose girlfriend, whose girlfriend his teammate now is dating, who used to be his girlfriend, should he leave the team? Over a girl? Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, and be, and the player, the team, the teammate's dad is the manager of the team. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets a little complex. How about how about we just you know. Date one person at a time for a while, right? Yeah. What happened to the phrase "plenty of fish in the sea"? <laughs> now I got to agree. I do, I, I do have one problem with it. What if What if you meet your soulmate? And I know you always no bring such this thing. Up. Yeah, right. I mean, just come on, come on, go go find a meet your soulmate. Define that. <laughs> what if you meet someone? Let, let's Let's localize this. Let's say it's one of your friends. Is it okay to go ahead if he's dating a, a, a girl and then you have an interest in her, but you wait your time and then they break up? Is it okay to uh, to to go ahead and swoop no. in? And, and... Depends what, on who you are, but I personally would not do that. What what if what if it's true love? No. This is not a Disney movie. Yeah, right. And define true love. <laughs> true love today might be a complete disaster tomorrow. But what if what if what if it is? See, 
You see, now, if I had an ex and and uh, one of my friends decided that they wanted to date my ex and I really thought they were madly in love with each other, I wouldn't have a problem with it. False. Because and you love, always say this and I don't uh, believe you. Uh, hold on here. Hold on. Love is too rare to cancel it out because of me. Yeah. So I don't want okay. to be involved in that. I, if, if if it's really, you know, if it's meant to be and they love each other, then I say, hey, it's okay. You use all these terms like meant to be and true love and all this stuff that is completely undefinable. <laughs> I know, but you know it when you feel it. You know it yeah. when you find it, uh, don't you? And the divorce rate in this country is, what, over 50%? 60 <laughs> All right, uh, we're here at the at the warehouse. Tom is with us. He wants to weigh in on. Hey, this. Gordon, you know that dice game where you say BS? Uh huh. That's a call BS on that. Yeah, big BS on but that. What, oh, but Tom, I'd be fine with it. Okay. Tom, what if it's what if it is authentic? What if it's a what, what, what if I mean? Let's say your friend is looking all really around. Glad He's looking for I love, high and never, low, and he finally finds it with your ex. I am really glad I will never be in that situation. Because the only way my wife is going to be my ex is if I croak. <laughs> so I won't have to worry about it. No, that's good. Yeah. But I, I, call, I don't know anybody who they it's just end fine up with getting it. a yeah. divorce and then they see that their spouse, their significant other, is really happy and in a relationship that it doesn't just eat them alive. <laughs> with a buddy? Are you kidding? But, yeah, but not right. only that, yeah, I couldn't right. live with her, but... You can, you piece of crap. Yeah, it, it well, bro yeah, but this exactly, is a little Johnny. different. This isn't. No, his you heard him. You piece of crap. It, this isn't. <laughs> this isn't his ex-wife. It's his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a different. little different. Bro code. Still got to uh, go with the bro code here. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and it's your best friend that steals your ex-girlfriend. I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's talk furniture. Hey, Clayton's on with us now. We got Clayton. Uh, we put Clayton on because we want to invite all of our. Spanish listeners who might feel like uh, they need Spanish as a native language. You come in here, we have Spanish uh, speakers in both stores, and we promise that we will give our Latin friends the best price in Utah. Nobody will beat our price. Hi. Let's get into Spanish here in a second. After setting this store up, painting, construction, I think I need a week off. You... You he gotta just tell, had you, a week off. You got to tell your customers to come check out this tour. It looks nice. It looks good. It looks great. Look at you the guys paint job. You did a great job. Painted Clayton the floors, the carpet. Job. No, it's a it's it's a professional. I think job. I'm gonna need my seven days off, Dad. And maybe a bonus, Clayton. Hey, I you like did all, you, Clayton. <laughs> did you do all the work? Of course. You got to follow me on Instagram. You could have seen all the stories. We did two dumpsters worth of tearing stuff out, painted all. We did, oh my gosh. New carpet. Gordon. I mean, it's beautiful. Gordon, you got to come check it out. It's Yeah, I'm good. We got a nice new store down here. And like my dad said, we're of course, we love taking care of people. My dad loves people coming in and he'll talk story with them and get you a good deal. And of course, we speak Spanish. I I do a lot of Spanish. And also in, in uh, Orem, we have good cut, good, good uh employees who speak Spanish. I, make, I make, have, hey, 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 Tom, can Clayton make a pitch in Spanish? I want to hear it. We're going to do it, but i got to give a shout-out. I have one of my favorite people in the world, Danny. Danny used to play for a soccer team that I coached at East High, and uh, we love Danny. Danny just came in with his family looking at new Beautiful furniture. family. Absolutely beautiful family. Anyway, that was for Danny. Clayton, let's give a... Sp- 
let's give a, a little bit of a, a Spanish. What uh, do you want? Spanish? What kind of accent? Gordon? I can do a bunch of accents. Gordon, let's, hit let's, me with it. Let's do, uh, <laughs> let's do Colombian Spanish. Nah, All come right. on. We're going to do Peruvian. If I can read Peru, we always got to read Peru. Come okay, on. Okay, Peruvian Spanish. Tell them about this adjustable queen bed. The entire package for five ninety nine. When you'd pay more than that just for the adjustable side and twelve hundred bucks for the mattress. Acá en Nueva nosotros tenemos las mejores camas en todo Utah. Nosotros tenemos una cama que puedes ajustar reclinable, es automática desde $559 dólares. Esto es colchón y base incluido. The warehouse, mejores precios en todo Utah. Boom. I love the boom on the end there. Yeah, that was pretty good, huh? That was great. Hey, I just made that up on the top of my head. Give me a script, you know what I mean? How about Papacho as Bonito? Oh, come on. Your Spanish is weak, man. It uh, won't be Tom who's helping you in Spanish. Bueno, Bonito, Barato. I mean, my dad, he, he does, and I got to get credit with my dad. He's learned a lot of Spanish with me being involved with Spanish, but he knows about f 10 phrases, and then as soon as that's up, he starts panicking and calling me. Well, of course, you, you you go to all these cool places in the world. He wants to go along. He's got to he's got to pick something up. Right? We've had so much fun. Last oh, year yeah. we went to the Copa America final in Brazil, and that's a whole other story. But we had fun. We watched Brazil. We have beat Peru in the final. We invite everybody to come visit our new location here in Salt Lake. Our location is Orem. Still feels new, but if you're looking for furniture, there is nowhere in Utah that you will buy name brand furniture. Name brand, cheaper, with full factory warranties. We're not talking about garbage used furniture. We're talking about the best brands in the industry at Utah's lowest prices, and our adjustable beds are the best prices in the country. And the coolest part is we're, we're a family business, so yep. you have the owner taking care of you, then the older, the son, the the owner's oldest son who will deliver it to you, me and my little brother, and the whole family's involved, and we and we like taking care of the people, and, and we're part of the community. Which is so cool. Which is, so it, it's cool. a unique experience. Hey, hey Tom, been... Tom, Clayton, can I, uh, can I interject? Please. 100%. We have a tweet here from one of our listeners. He says, how do we get a schedule of your visits to the warehouse? These deals are crazy we're building a home so we have no storage right now but we want to make sure we get there in the future let, ah, let me that? let me tell you something that's really important we do a lot of business with people who are building homes and with our industry upside down they didn't build stuff for 120 days they didn't build fabric so people who build in the united states they can't get fabric to build it mm. so if you're building a house Come in, get it ordered. We'll do it on a layaway where you pay a deposit. We'll get it for you. We hold it for you and deliver it when you need it. And we won't wow. even charge you interest on that uh, layaway. That. Pretty awesome. And let's talk about financing real quick yep. then we're done. We have 100 days same as cash. And this weekend only, I made a special deal with Citibank where I can do 18 months interest-free at no cost to the customer. Wow. That's only happened once before. Yeah, that's amazing. Boom. Take advantage of it. The brand new Salt Lake location, 1825 South, 300 West. Come see what Clayton's been working on for about what, how long? Uh, about a month. About a month. Five weeks. See, come see the fruits of the labor. It looks great. Thanks. 1825 South, 300 West. It's the warehouse. We'll have David Locke joining us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.